Yo, I think I'm going to make some people mad on this episode. Yeah, man. But I still love y'all, though. Still love y'all. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? It's your host of The Real Spill with Desire. That's me, Desire. Yo, today we got a banger. We got a banger. We got a banger. Some of y'all might not like the information that I'm about to give you, but it's necessary. So y'all want to tune in. Yo, do not turn this off because, yo, what you about to hear, man, it's going to change your life. If you're not married and if you are married, this thing will change your life. So y'all stay tuned for Yo, this news reaction, man, this right here, this is one of those dreams that make you wake up. And you wake up and you start check your pocketbook and you check your, your hand because your hand is tense because you, you had a little money in your hand. This Louisiana family became one of the richest families for four days after the bank accidentally deposited $50 billion into their account. billion. Now, my carnal mind, my carnal mind is going to say, word, you'll never find it. That's what my carnal mind would say. You know, because $50 billion, man, I could pack up my family and we out. We out. We, matter of fact, we buy us an RV and we just travel the country. Shoot, my, my niece and nephew, they could be homeschooled. You know, I've been teaching long enough. I've been homeschooling for, for a while. I'll be out $50 billion. But these people, um, the James family, they were honest people. And they um, they contacted the bank and let the bank know that um, there was an error in the deposit. So the bank froze the account and they withdrew the $50 billion. My thing is, hey, is there a finder's reward, like, do I get something, you know, for being honest? You know, I'm out. That's why I'm calling the bank. I'm calling the bank like, hey, how you doing? Um, is there a reward if I, um, <laughs> you know, if I come clean? Because um, there's an error and I want to know if there's a reward. Well, I say anything. Hey, I ain't giving them up my bank number. I want to know what the reward is first. Like, all right, let's barter. Let's, come on, we got to negotiate this. I need something. You got you got fifty billion dollars to accidentally uh, deposit in somebody's account, man. You you could give me five G's. I'll be I'll be content with five G's. But these these people were good people, you know. Um, as a believer, we we got we have to be honest in everything that we do. We have to be an example. We have to be held accountable. So. That fifty billion dollars was deposited in my account. As much as I would love to keep it, I would have to return it because there's also consequences. If I decide to keep that money, I'll be now considered dishonest. People are gonna look at me. Oh, this this preacher is a thief. She stole fifty. But no correction. I didn't steal fifty billion dollars. They gave it to me. And they wanted it back. But I said you could have some of it back. You can't have all of it. You can have some of it. But um, 
yeah, as a believer, we have to um, do what's right in the sight of the Lord. So now if the Lord was to be so gracious to um, do something like that for me, I'm going to pray that he would touch the heart of the bank owners, you know, to bless me with a little something, something. You know, just 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 slip me a little couple nuggets, you know. But um, in in all actuality, we have to be honest. But yo, fifty billion dollars. So for four days, this family was richer than the um the owners of Dell, Dell the computer people. They were richer than the owners of of Dell for those four days. They were one of the richest families in America. For four days, I'm like yo. See, I could, I couldn't. I probably would have had a heart attack. You know, I probably would have like, oh, oh, oh my heart, and have a heart attack if I see that many zeros in my account. Cause God already know, like I got, I got some stuff. I'm trying, I'm working on some stuff for fifty billion dollars. I apologize to my listeners, cause y'all might not hear from me for a while. If I have fifty billion dollars deposited into my account. Man, y'all might hear from me, but not not too often. But anyway, yeah, we do have to be honest and we have to do what was right in the sight of the Lord. So um, I give props to the James family who did what was right. They returned the money, um, even though they got to enjoy looking at $50 billion for four days. They got to look at that $50 billion. Not fifty thousand. Not even five hundred thousand. Not even fifty million, but fifty billion dollars in their account. Man, me and that, me and that teller, um, what you call it, uh, bank teller, we're gonna have some conversations. Like, look, I'm gonna need some of this. Now, y'all, y'all caused me some some pain now. So y'all need to leave a couple dollars in my account. Don't don't you don't have to take the whole fifty billion. Just take forty nine billion nine hundred ninety thousand. Leave me ten ten thousand. Is it? My math might have been wrong, but if it is, it is whatever. But yeah, they did what's right, and we should also do the same thing. Like the the um the armored truck that all the money was flying out on the highway and these people were honest and they returned the money you know i was like look i'm I'm so proud of my people black people yo we be we be doing our thing man so proud our people went and returned the money shanika probably wouldn't have did that that would have been one of those miracles for me i would have been at church testifying like i got testimony i was driving down i-95 hallelujah and what to my surprise what to my surprise I just saw money flowing in the air I decided to park my car and get out and God blessed me with $285 I had to do nothing for it but park my car and collect hallelujah ain't God good yeah, and then all the while the cops be looking for me because they had surveillance surveillance cameras watching, <laughs> you know. But again, I'm gonna be incognito to that money going. Like I, I returned it. You ain't seen me. And then 
then I have to deal with God because God ain't going to allow that to slide. So anyway, anyway, this is News Reaction with Desire. I'm out. Peace. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about this thing called sex. The church, um, at least the black church, I don't know what they're doing, the other churches, but at least the black church is so scared to talk about sex. They um, they don't want to uh, expose our young adults to sex, so they just completely omit it, you know, out of uh, Sunday school, Bible study, even youth conversations, they just don't want to talk about it because they're scared if they talk about it, the kids are going to explore. And the sad thing about that is these kids are going to get it regardless. They're going to hear about sex from somewhere, whether it's TV, social media, um, their peers. Um, they're going to hear it, even in cartoons now. Nowadays, even in cartoons, they're exposing um, kids, like young children, to sex. So we, as the body of Christ, we need to get a head start on it. We need to start teaching them the truth about sex. You know, not just the pleasure side of it, but the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And I believe that by doing that, we will um, help our young people out big time. Um, in the very near future, I'm doing um, doing these series on AIM Youth Movement. I'm doing it with AIM Youth Movement and uh, it's called Necessary Conversations. And um, when we do Necessary Conversations, um, we're gonna talk about things like sex. So um, y'all stay tuned for that if you're on Facebook. Stay tuned for that, um, that's coming real soon. But yes, we are doing Necessary conversation with our young people. We're gonna be talking about sex. We have to, we gotta do it. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. This topic is one of the most popular, most famous, most um, sought about topics ever, except in the church. What's good with that? What's good with that? Like, we talk about everything else in the church. Why can't we talk about sex? I believe that we don't want to talk about sex because we're scared that our young adults are going to go out there and explore. And the only way we can stop them from doing that is by telling them about it, telling them why God created sex, why um, why we shouldn't have sex before marriage, why we shouldn't have sex with multiple people. Why, when we tell them the why, a lot of times we just tell them what? This is sin, this is sin, this is sin. Why is it sin? The Bible says that all other sins we do outside the body, but when it comes to sex, it's something that we do in, it's an internal sin. We do it with our body. Check it out. Check it out. It's in the scripture. Every other sin is outside. But here it is. Here it is sex. It's a sin that's, that's inside the body. It's in the body. So we have to stop being so afraid 
to teach our, our young adults and our, our teens about sex. I was trying to find the scripture real quick. I know it's in uh, one of the Corinthians, first or second, one of the two. But we're going to talk about this thing. We're going to talk about this thing. Now, what I'm about to say might offend some of y'all, but it's true. It's the truth. God created sex. God created sex. I know people be like, oh, sex, that's of the devil. That's not biblically found. The devil don't want to create life. Sex was intended to for us to procreate. God created sex. God said it's, it's for this reason that um, um, a, a, a man should leave his mother and father and to become one with his wife. Said so for this reason, become one flesh. So God himself created sex. And not only that, not only that, um, God created our physical bodies. God created the, the, the nerve endings and the blood vessels and the, you know, the, I'm about to get into too much detail, but the fluids and the, you know, the muscles and, you know, the muscle that contracts and expands and he created the hormones that's being released and the chemicals and neuropeptides and the neurotransmitters. God created all of this. What? You tell me Elohim God created sex? Yes. Yes. God created to be pleasurable and enjoyable. We made it perverse. We made it perverse. So if we do, if we have sex the way that God intended, it's, it's, it's awesome. But it's, it becomes sin when we step outside the will of God, when we start having sex with multiple people, you know, let's do a quick gangbang. Let's do an orgy, you know, <laughs> like just people just giving all their goods to everything and everybody. That's when it becomes perverse. That's when it becomes sin. God intended sex to be for husband and wife. Not for Jessica to sleep with Susie and then um they they asked Tom to join them and then Tom asked his homeboys to join them and then it's just a whole big party where things is entering and exiting and all this other stuff. Nah, that's not what God intended. That is not how that was not the intention of God. That was not the intention of God. God wants us when it comes to sex, God has he created sex for a husband and a wife to be able to bond. Sex is spiritual. Sex is spiritual. We like to, to talk about sex just as being physical, but there's a spiritual side of sex. And listen, scientists can even confirm it. When you have sex, this neuro um, transmitter, nope, it's not a transmitter, neuropeptide is released in our body it's called oxytocin and it's called the love hormone because it is released it's released during breastfeeding and it helps the mother bond with the child but it's released even more during sex three times the amount in men and 
nine times the amount, the normal amount, nine times or more the normal amount of women. This thing is released when you have sex. So when God created sex, God wanted the husband and the wife to cohabitate to create a greater bond and to procreate. And to procreate. He ain't just want us just to be laying up and doing this and doing that. And, you know, that's why I have this thing about abortion. I'm going to talk about abortion in another video. Um, yeah, another, well, this is not a video, this podcast. I'm going I'm to talk about um, abortion in another podcast, especially this abortion and child support situation going on. But, um. Yes, so God created sex for us to have a greater bond with our mate. You ever um, had somebody and knew them intimately? The Bible says he knew her or she knew him. You knew somebody intimately. And for some reason, they, they just stay on your mind a lot. You just, like, can't help but to think about them. That's, that's what that love hormone does. You created a bond, even though you said, oh, we doing this, but there's no strings attached. All right, so don't be calling my phone. You know, you got you a side piece. But, yo, don't call after these hours because I'm be with, you know, I'm be with my main chick. So don't call. And you wonder why she called anyway. Because you, you did this. Men, listen, y'all stop slinging D all over the place. And then you get mad when, when one of the females turn crazy. That's because that hormone, that neuropeptide, is released nine times or more in women than it is in men. So you over here slinging D, not thinking about it, because you only release three times as much. But that woman that released more than nine times as much. You wondering why she's sitting outside your baby mama house waiting for you to come out. But come on, Tony. I know you in there. I know you in there, Tony. Come on out. She crazy. You did that to her. No, I can't. I can't really blame you. Just you. But this is what happens. This is what happens. You wonder why. Um, you wonder why your your baby mama. Um, trapped you like yeah i heard a few people say oh my baby mama she trapped me she knew she was ovulating yeah she already she you already hit it she want to make sure she sealed the deal like i gotta seal the deal listen i'm a i'm a woo him during ovulation time because he ain't going nowhere this is what happens this is this is what happened this is why we have to um we have to abstain or, or practice celibacy. You, If you ain't married, you shouldn't be giving up your goods to everybody. Ladies. Ladies, a lot of you, a lot of us, don't think that we crazy until we get some. And then we're like, yo, I didn't think I'll ever do that. I didn't think I'd ever let a man uh, get away with doing that or saying that to me. 
but we done gave up our goods and we created a bond. We created a, a chemical bond, a spiritual bond with somebody. That either they, we might have an intent to make them our husband, but they never had an intent to make you their wife. And even there's even some situations where they did want to make you their wife, but they want to sling D first before making you theirs. This is why, and and God knew this. God knew um, our our natural our natural response, our natural inclination to sin. Naturally, we want to gravitate toward what we enjoy, and that's another hormone that's. Uh, I keep calling everything hormones, but that's another chemical that is released during um, sex. It's called dopamine. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter that helps control the brain's reward and pleasure centers. So God already knew that during sex, dopamine is going to be released. So we're going to chase after that, that feeling. We're going to chase after that desire. Dopamine is the same thing that is released when heroin addicts get heroin. Or crackheads get crack. It's dopamines that that that's released that calls calls them to um, get that addiction because it it causes you to chase after that thing that gave you pleasure. Ooh, I said another bad word. First I said sex. Now I said pleasure. So here it is. God knew that dopamine was going to be released. Oxytocin is going to be released. And he was like, listen, I can't have my children out there just, just doing this. They're going to enjoy it. And then they're going to want to do it with all these different people. And I can't have that because sex is spiritual. And they're creating bonds. And they're losing, they're losing the peace of themselves every time they have sex with somebody. Yep, yeah, that happens. Because you become one with them. So there has to be an exchange. So you give them some of you and they give you some of them. Mm, what? What? You telling me? Yeah. Yeah. You're exchanging. You're making a constant exchange. So if you're exchanging with multiple people, this is why a lot of porn stars end up going crazy or end up on some type of... um narcotic or drug because they lose their identity they lose who they are because they've just been popping that coochie everywhere so we have a responsibility we have a responsibility to take care of this temple We have a responsibility to take care of this temple that God has given us. God gave us this temple, and we have to um, be good stewards over it. Every other sin is outside. Every other sin. Every other sin is outside the body. Except sex. And sex is the most pleasurable most enjoyable some people they they love the attention so it's not the act of sex but they they follow the dopamine the dopamine is saying you really like um the attention 
So what do they do? They do um, porn movies where they're sleeping with eight and nine men because all the attention's on them. But you're taking a piece of their spirit with you everywhere you go. What? What? God loves us. And he wants the best for us. There's so much more information, but I don't want to share it on the podcast because um, I don't want too many people to be like, um, she's she just uh, stating her opinion. Um, it's not. Listen, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you. I am trying to help you. You know, um, God is God is so wise. And he wants to protect his own. He wants to protect us. And he knew what was going to happen once we have intercourse, once we have sex, once we know somebody. He knew what was going to happen. He knew our heart was going to be tied into something that he really really didn't want us to get tied into. Before I finish, I do got to talk about this because um, I did touch on it a little bit uh, when we talk about procreation. There's a story in the Bible that talks about Judah. Judah had three boys. He had more than three boys, but um, the story talks about the three boys at first. The first boy, um, the Bible said he done evil in the sight of God, so God slew them. He was married to Tamar. Everybody knows the story of Judah and Tamar. He, he slew this dude. Two dead. Gone. Bye. Peace. But then the second son, the Bible said, God slewed him also because he spilled his seed. God is intentional. Everything that God does is for a purpose. So when we dishonor God, with our body. When the, when we dishonor God, there's always consequences. Now, God isn't a, a, a reckless God. God knows what he's doing. Judah's second son was supposed to lay with Tamar and create another child to continue the line of Judah. But he neglected to do that. And he spilled his seed. God said, nah, I want you to be fruitful. What are you doing, bro? If that's what you're going to do, I got to take you out. Nah, come on, get out. People, people, people. I, I just had to share that because, um, yeah, there's a lot of that type of stuff going on too. <laughs> but um, we have to be mindful of why God created this temple, why God created every aspect of our temple, why God even created the the very things that um, that causes us to be attached to people. God didn't create dopamine and oxytocin and serotonin and um, endorphins. He didn't create all these things just to be um, spiteful, say, all right, you want to see everybody, I'm going to make you attack. No, he didn't do it, but he wanted us to have a stronger bond with our mate so that we could become one flesh with our God-intended mate, the person that God has intended for us. Not everybody we think is fine. 
Because if that was the case, man, Trey Songs call me. But that's not the case. It's not. For our God intended spouse, God wanted us to be one with them. One unit. How can two walk together except they agree? He wants us to be one. So what happens when you're going to sleep with a whole bunch of different people? Then you find the one that you're supposed to have that union with, but you, you're broken. Because you slept with so many people. You done lost your identity, lost your personality. And now you found you found your God-appointed king or queen. The person that God has intended for you. You found them. They found you. But now you're broken because you slept with too many people. God can restore. God can restore. And he will He will if you ask him. Well, I got the hiccups now that I'm doing this podcast. If you ask him, say, God, just restore me. Restore me back to my original state. I know I can't turn the hands of time back. I can't. But, God, you stand on the outside of the time. So can you restore me? Just, just make me whole so that I can receive the man that you have, have for me or I can receive the woman that you have for me. And when I receive them, I won't be a stumbling block for them. I won't be the cause of them um, falling or, or not being able to connect. Restore me, God, so that when I have children, I'll be able to bond with them. Because we know, well, y'all might not know, but I'm going to let you know. If you your body produces oxytocin too often, it'll be, it'll be like taking... Tylenol. You know, when you take Tylenol too much and it don't work no more. And if you take oxytocin too much, or your body releases it too much, you won't be able to bond with your children. But God can fix all that. Just ask him, like, God, just just help me. I'm I'm a mess right now, God. I done slept with too many people, God. So please restore me. Restore me, God, so that I could be better. And God will do it. There ain't, ain't nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> and I'm talking about pray. I'm not talking about, you know, engaging in sexual immorality, you know. <laughs> but, y'all, I'm, I'm just praying for our people, you know. The Bible says people people perish. God's people perish because of the lack of knowledge. Here's the knowledge right here. Here's the knowledge right here. I I hope y'all 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 took some decent notes so y'all at least listen. Um, like I said, I'm going to be doing um, necessary necessary conversations with AIM Youth Movement, AIM Youth Group. I'm gonna be doing that, and this is one of the topics that we're going to deal with. We're going to be talking about sex, and we're going to talk about it raw. And uncut, no, it's gonna be uh, censored, y'all. Don't, I, I ain't trying to uh, have no parents picketing outside my house. Cause she taught them too much. <laughs> but it's all gonna be based off of the word of God and the precepts of God. So, I'm Ali.
yo i hope you got something today because this thing this thing is real this thing is real our young people are dying because they out there doing any and everything and then they they killing themselves they're killing themselves because they got attached to somebody who wasn't attached to them how they are attached to them they're killing themselves because they had sex with somebody and that person turned around to not be the greatest person taking their own life so we we got to educate our, our young folk so i hope y'all got something um i got something because even while i was talking oh that was good <laughs> but um god is good people god is good y'all so stay tuned for our next episode coming to you soon um i, I thank all my listeners that i got already hopefully um i'll be getting more listeners soon so y'all um well my sister said with this topic uh people gonna look at my picture and look at the topic like oh word i'm listening so but they're gonna change their mind once they get like into it but it's all good y'all i'm out peace much love much love much love let's talk about sex